0: Aloha. This is Doctor Tiki, and my
1: prescription for you is to listen to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Sci-Fi
0: Saturday
1: Night.
0: We will begin a in mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you. Can- it is now time for us to put Earth under our roof.
2: It's your sacred
0: duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess, and we will give you witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to will bring to people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up.
3: sci fight Saturday Night.
0: Good evening, everybody. It is TalkCast 154 Fictional Town Night here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Deep in Area 51 on the sub-level 451 book-burning frokert and miso soup pavilion, I Am the Dome, coming tonight from Gotham City. Joining the TalkCast tonight are the usual suspects, the Revere Time Vortex, our violent soundboard vixen Kriana. Where are you from, my darling?
4: Wait, I'm confused. You're from two fictional places? Or one real place and one fictional place.
0: One real place, Area fifty one, one fictional place, <laughs> Gotham City. Don't mean to confuse you.
4: I am confused. And I, I but I'm not coming from a city, I'm coming from the restaurant at the end of the universe.
0: Aha From the stacks of her personal silent zone in the Dank Dungeon Reading Room, keeping cool, calm and collected, water sprite zombrarian.
4: So I'm I forgot my fictional city. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. I had it and I lost it, so let's say Atlantis since I'm a water sprite this evening. <laughs> for, some re- for some reason.
0: For some reason, we're not really sure. From the Four Color Vault of Comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, um, the man with his own water park ride, and it's called Damp, Ew. it's Illustrator
3: X. Uh, coming to you tonight from the Bottle City of Candor, just as soon as I finish
0: working on this bottle.
4: Oh
0: my god, hit him. Ow. Thank you. And the woman who hits him repeatedly throughout the show is a lovely New wife, the Dead Redhead.
5: Who's being played tonight by Kathleen Turner, and I'm from Erie, Indiana.
0: Because somebody had to be. Oh, Joining us tonight. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Joining us tonight from the fictional town of Holliston is the cast of Holliston, Adam Green, Joe Lynch, and returning to us, Laura Ortiz and Corey English. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, you remembered to unmute yourselves. Awesome. <laughs> oh, no, we've been talking this whole time,
1: and we just realized that now, so you just you the just <laughs> joke that you were just told.
4: I'm the funniest. I know.
1: <laughs> funniest? Really?
4: Am I the funniest, guys? Yes. yes. Don't answer that. Okay. <laughs> Too late. Well, well, her her other name is Benedict Cumberbatch. If you if you ever hear that's us right. mention Benedict Cumberbatch, we mean Laura. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. I, yes. I preferred Benedict Thundersnatch, but that's just me.
5: Wow, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the rating tonight, guys.
1: That's okay. We've done it's one video. of those
4: nights. Oh, fuck. We lost the rating already? <laughs> we did. <laughs>
1: Eh. Oh, you guys can curse.
4: Yes, yes, go oh, for it. Oh my
1: God, Laura's taking her clothes off. Really, really, really <laughs> nice. You had- oh.
4: and we just gained like a hundred million viewers on Ustream <laughs> Oh, I it's- just sent mom a link to listen to us right now. It's Whoa. not a video cast. Hate to disappoint.
0: Light? Yes. Yeah, but you shouldn't have said that till the show was over.
4: Oh, good uh- point.
0: In any case, uh, for the first half of the show, we're going to talk about what we normally talk about, which is bitching about whatever we feel like bitching about. Second half of the show, we're going to talk about Holliston. We're going to talk about Joe and Adam, who haven't been on the show before, and Lori and Cora. No, Lori <laughs> and Cora. Wow, well, I like I it better the other way. Lori yeah. and Cora. Lori and Cora them. from
1: Tron, uh, Tron the sequel. There you go. <laughs>
4: there you
1: go. Perfect. Yeah. Who have
4: been on the show before are, okay. and are as
0: confused as I am right now.
4: Oh, um, yeah. There's someone who... There's quite a few different people that kept photoshopping uh, our photos with our heads switched. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but thank you.
3: You're welcome. That because picture at the end
5: of the last show, guys.
3: Whoops. That oh, bad episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In any case, let's get to talking about what's happened this week in the world of science fiction. It's been an odd, odd week. Odd? Has it been? Really? Yeah, kind of. Um, There's been a lot of TV going on this week with the new season and all that. My personal annoyance for the week has been that NBC ordered a full season of Revolution, and for the Uh. life of me, I can't figure out why.
4: Nobody knows why. Uh. It's like that peanut show, but worse.
3: Something
0: a to peanut do with show? Points. What
4: peanut show? I don't know. What okay. peanut show? There was a show when it got canceled. People sent peanuts. I feel like it has almost the same storyline. Oh, that. Jericho? Was it Jericho? Yes. Perhaps it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that show, Revolution, reminds me of Falling Skies a lot. I mean, there, it just seems like there's just a lot of shows like that that are tapping into like, what's what's going to scare people? Let's lose the power, or let's you know throw people into a Walking Dead esque kind of situation because that's really it's- what it is. You know. Right,
4: but this is J.J. Abrams, so we know that none of the questions will ever be answered, and nothing <laughs> is really going on. It's all just you know creatively shot to make you think like something weird is going on, but it's it's not true.
3: Right. Okay. Touche. This wine tastes. This whiskey tastes a lot like wine.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, we're we're playing a drinking game right now. I don't know what the game is is exactly, but we got the drinking down, Pat.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you are <laughs> totally. Hey. So, one of the worst debacles in, in science fiction, I thought, was uh, Torchwood, Miracle Day.
3: Oh, Lord! Yeah. Yes, we it, could all was, agree on that. Oh. What up so, until that last episode?
0: No, oh no. no,
3: no, I
4: stopped watching halfway through. I just could
0: not take it anymore. I actually watched the whole thing in in the vain hope that he could do something and. It never really it happened.
3: Didn't work. Well, when you but,
0: watch Walking Dead to cheer up from watching Torchwood, <laughs> I
3: Basically, yeah.
0: But the interesting thing is, uh, there's not going to be another Torchwood series this year.
4: Thank God.
0: No, uh, I, and, and I think that it's probably a good thing that there isn't.
4: They killed but, my Yonto.
0: But there may well be one in 2013.
4: Please just let it die.
0: I don't know. I'd like to see it actually work right. Yeah, but last... it, it won't. I don't know.
4: I want it to really badly, but it—they killed the entire cast.
1: Oh, Except
5: by the way, for Jack. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. yeah, <laughs> yeah spoiler alert. a little
1: late right. on that. Well, now I don't have to worry about that show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wait, did they kill Gwen oh, at the end? Because she was the only one that I really hated. <laughs> no, she's No, the they kept Gwen. Of course they did. But. Because she's completely unattractive. <laughs>
5: nice. You just don't like the Whoa. space between her teeth, Criana.
4: No, it's it's just not even that. I just It's some sort of combination of that and other things, you know. Also, yeah. the Welsh, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta dig well. at the Welsh people every time you talk about Torchwood.
0: Yeah, you've, you've kind of alienated that whole... Yeah, battle.
4: so, um... Winter, Spe- you can just add the entire population of whales to the list of people who will never
5: be on our show. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Priyana. <Yeah>,
4: sorry.
0: <laughs> Speaking so, you of know, Torchwood... I, it looks like there may well be a 2010 episode of... Or, or a short season of Torchwood. Uh, Russell T. Davies has had some other things that he's been working on, uh, including uh, the health is uh, the health of his partner, Uh, so he's kind of backed off of a lot of projects I'm actually looking forward to seeing if it can come back and uh, you know that's just me because I really liked the character
4: I'm about as excited as when anyone tells me Neil Gaiman is doing something new and go ahead and (laughs) add Neil Gaiman to that list
5: can we not tick off Neil Gaiman
3: please I just
4: don't see what people see in him why
3: uh, it's so short of a show Okay, wait, Doctor Who. Uh
0: oh, it's gonna be a bad
3: one. I raise a glass. The era of the Amy Pond is finally over. You know we what? have we, we our looking. favorite show back.
4: We were looking, and she's been the longest-running companion of any of the new series.
3: Couldn't run far enough. Uh oh. No, no, Rose
0: Tyler went two and a half seasons.
4: And they've been three. No, Rose, no,
0: Rose, only, Rose only went was two. two.
4: Rose was too, it and felt then she like came bad. back for that one episode in season four when all the companions came back.
0: Don't be dissing Rose. Well, it might go. have just felt that way. It might have, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, with her mouth that big, like. Hey! 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 <laughs> hey! Hey! Why are we so mean? Why do we hate each other's favorite things tonight?
3: This is really? not good. because, we pretty much because that do. makes for that makes for good podcast.
4: Hey, Austin <laughs> folks! You, so you guys a podcast where
3: everyone Who? agrees? It's like. I think Star Trek swell. So do I. Tune us tune in again next week. (laughs) Nobody says swell anymore. Let's start there.
4: Wow! If don't you kids get off X's lawn? I know. (laughs) Damn kids! (laughs) Hey, you Holliston folks, do you watch Doctor Who?
1: Hello. I think they are
4: drunk. They're drunk and are (laughs) muted.
1: (laughs) No, we mute. We mute nothing. I don't know what those guys are doing
2: over there. I, my wife watches Doctor Who. Does that count?
0: No. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it counts for,
1: for her,
2: but not
4: for you.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Have, uh, you guys obviously are big Who fans. Who's your favorite Who? Uh,
4: ele- uh,
1: 10. Definitely 10. Cindy really?
4: Lou. Cindy, oh, Cindy Lou, wow. who? Oh, Cindy wow. Lou, Oh, very nice. <laughs> Touche.
1: Yeah. You guys clearly I, aren't I, drunk enough to come <laughs> up with, you know, witty shit a, like that.
5: I'm the one that has an actual thing for the Doctor Who of the Fox TV movie. Not that I agree with what Fox did to the character, but I thought he was really hot. Wow. An That's Edwardian true. kind of way. Thanks,
0: thanks for sharing. <laughs> sure. And I'm kind of a Christopher Eccleston kind of guy because oh. I thought, you know, he was the guy who brought it back.
1: And I keep he getting made it cool again. <laughs> that was the reason why I watched that show for that that time was like. Christopher is such a great and brooding actor. Like oh god, yeah, that guy in in the Who role. But you know, and, and I was never really a big Who fan myself. But David Tennant is just so charismatic. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and that's um, the only reason why I would ever watch Fright Night the remake again.
4: Oh, man, he was good in that. He was so good in
1: that. that. Even though you can't mess with that convention of the guy is up, oh, and Adam Green is offline. Awesome. He, he gave up. Yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, Adam's uh, Adam's computer died because he's on a Commodore 64 right now.
4: Oh, him and X both. <laughs> See?
1: Yep. So should have switched to an Atari 800. We're going to upgrade him to an Amiga, and then we should be good to go. Perfect. Um, did you guys see the Fright Night absolutely. remake? Yeah, yeah. It
4: was really so, good. It was the see, funniest thing I've seen in a while. I can't.
1: Have you seen? All right, let me ask you this. Have you seen the original? Yes. 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 I, I, I guess I'm just too close to the original, and I grew up with that movie. And there was just something missing from the remake that wasn't, that you know, that is there. That, that, oh, definitely. Yeah, it was, I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's
3: Roddy it McDowell. Absolutely.
1: Well, we and not, not just that. And sorry to sorry to go off on a on a no, rant. Please, no, no. That's what we do. Oh, that's what we, we rant do. away, so we might as well, you know, put it in a public forum as well. Um, the fact that you have that character of Peter Vincent, he, he you know, the, the name from the original movies was was based off of Hammer Films. Why would any? Uh oh. Uh oh! Now Uh-oh. we lost
0: him too. Uh-oh. No. I, why would any? He, I don't know. He had know.
4: something
3: important to
0: say. I know,
4: but you know what? He hasn't dropped off the call. It's very strange.
3: He's choked up with emotion. I know. It, this show does that to you.
4: What is going on?
0: I don't know. Oh, now he's dropped off.
4: Maybe they lost their internet. Adam is gone. <laughs> Laura says, call me. call me.
3: You got it, <laughs> Save that message.
4: We'll call Laura anytime <laughs> I will call you anytime, Laura. Maybe. Is Adam there? Not that I know no, of. No, not Maybe that
1: we, we can see. Oh, wait. is Or is Laura. I think Laura's coming in.
4: Uh, Laura's in oh, wait a minute. I tried to call Laura and she didn't pick up.
1: She's so
0: selective.
1: I
4: know. Okay, here we go. Right. Did I make the cut?
0: And we're back.
4: Awesome.
0: So we were talking about Roddy McDowell. Please yeah, finish.
5: You had something important to I mean, say. Why would anyone
0: ever?
1: Roddy McDowell is amazing. David Tennant's awesome, but that character it's just—it was. Peter Vincent was Roddy McDowell, you know, and yeah. to make him into a Vegas, a Vegas, Vegas-like magician—I don't know—I was not not a fan of that movie. And and plus the look of it, as as much as I love that director, Greg Gillespie, he chose such a weird look for the movie too. Um, you know, it almost looks like Day for Night the whole film. I don't know. There, there wasn't <laughs> scary
0: it, you know? That's, you're right, though. There, I never thought of it that
1: way. That, you know that that's. It's, I know it's a it's a picky thing, but Fright Night the original is so good. Have you guys seen it like recently?
3: Not wow. recently no.
1: And like, I could not recommend a better like Friday night October horror movie to watch. Oh, sure. It's so much fun.
5: Absolutely. And, yeah. and
1: it looks amazing on on a. Blu-ray, like, or or if you have HD net movies or whatever, they did like a transfer of it. It looks like a movie shot today. It looks so good, but I don't know. We'll uh, you know, we'll see what happens with the Fright Night franchise. I don't I don't see it going very far after this.
0: I don't think it's. Where I do it there's go. People, you know,
3: there's it no doesn't need so to be account. a franchise. It just was a perfect Please little film on its own. Please don't let it, it be a franchise. Seriously. Oh,
1: it'll it'll be a franchise. Like I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure they'll make a, another.
3: Four or five of them. Uh, no, so Sci-Fi not... Saturday Night needs to be a franchise. <laughs> <you know? laughs> there we go. Well, we only have 154
0: of these, so... <laughs> hey, speaking of, of, of movies that were really, really good and should never have been remade, Uh-oh. The Princess Bride, one of the best fantasy films ever... What? ...turns, turns 25. Yeah, where are you going with this? I don't, don't like
4: this. Part. I don't like this either.
0: It's 25 years old. Yes. Princess Bride and they're doing a, uh, a retrospective of it at the New York Film Festival. Oh, wow. And they're bringing back the entire cast that's still alive. Unfortunately, Andre the Giant is not. Oh,
4: that's but, right. Uh,
0: what? Say that again.
4: Andre the Giant is no longer with us.
0: Oh, my God. When
1: did this happen?
4: Are you kidding? <laughs> Like, years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: Ten years ago?
1: Uh Easily. You I, don't
3: know who that is, do you?
0: Of course I know who Andre the Giant <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, snap. So, uh,
0: what I think, what and I think, I think Laura know, meant
4: was she doesn't know who like, it is. Uh, yeah, that guy was. Of great.
1: course I'd come on. You mean the guy that's on all those uh, <laughs> uh, Shepherd Fairy things? Come on. You know, obey. That's Andre the Giant. <laughs> oh
4: man,
3: it's a true fact. You keep saying obey. Do you know what it means? <laughs>
4: I do not think that means
3: what you think it means. You think it means yes. <laughs> Anybody want a
4: peanut?
1: <laughs> Could be my favorite part of "I Love You, Man" is the impression that uh, uh, Jason Siegel does of Andre the Giant.
0: Oh. Oh, oh,
1: brilliant! And then you have Lou Ferrigno in there too, so that's always that's always a, a fun time. But anyway, back to your news. Come on.
0: We, but, we, uh, yeah, ahead. after 25 years, Princess Bride is—they've uh, got a brand new 35 millimeter restored print of the original cut. And they're showing it at the Alice Tully Theater during the New York Film Festival, and reuniting virtually the, the entire cast, including Rob Reiner, the director. And I—it's funny because I—it I, never really dawned on me that he directed that film. Yeah,
1: he did that after um, what was it? After Harry, *Final happened. Tap*, and then *The Sure Thing*. Oh. And then he did *Princess Bride*. Oh, wait, wait, wait. was wait—was *Stand by Me*? It was, no, *Stand by Me* was before that as well, right? Yes, it was. that's right.
5: It was yeah. before. That,
1: was, what, 80s? that guy was on such a roll in the '80s, like between well, that those movies and *A Few Good Men* and *Misery*. You could not find a, a more like widely like uh, versed genre director than than Rob Reiner at that time. And who would have
0: thought *Meathead* of all people? Yeah, well, who would have <laughs> thought that Mark Knopfler could have done such a beautiful soundtrack for that movie?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God. So are they
1: they trying to remake the movie, or is it a No,
0: no, no, no. Oh, I hope not. Just reunited the entire cast for the 25th anniversary at the New York Film Festival, and wow, that's going to be amazing.
4: That's like saying I'm going to remake Star Wars. You just no, You can't. Really? Because George Lucas tried to do that. Yeah, real like Rihanna. Yeah, three times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That that didn't really happen. That was a bad dream. (laughs) True story, um... When I first saw The Princess Bride, I immediately went out and got the book and then I spent I think a few years trying to find the unabridged version. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. True fact, I thought S. Morgan Stern was a real person. And when I found out he wasn't, it was like learning about Santa all over again. <laughs> Aww. Devastation. I, I cried. I I'm hearing like, you, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: mm. You're so cute.
0: Now, do you know, uh, the one thing that I found out in in researching this, that there were three directors who tried to get a version of The Princess Bride onto the screen before him?
3: Who? just like Dune?
0: Norman Jewison. Okay. Robert Redford. What? And (laughs) Francois Truffaut. Oh, Oh, man.
3: Oh! No,
1: no, 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 no. Truffaut would have been awesome. I agree. No. You know, school, nerdy, and everything, but that would have been cool. Oh. But it just wouldn't have had that same light touch that Rob Ryan brings no. to everything. It wouldn't no. have had would that
5: Genesee quoi.
1: <laughs> <Or> <laughs> no, I think Truffaut would definitely have had a lot of the Genesee <laughs> and a lot of the quoi as well.
3: <laughs> uh, it would have been a moderate. proper accent. Jenny, better not say quoi. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no,
4: lord. Do we need
5: to put so you don't. through
4: sensitivity training again, X?
3: <laughs> yes, yes, darling. No, Dead how
5: there. about the television this week? <laughs> Sci-fi television was pretty cool this week. Oh God, some of it. Well, was kind of. Yes, it
0: was. Dead Red <laughs> Dead. Sorry. Fringe, Fringe returned, and I was. Fringe
5: was uh, amazing. God,
0: uh, this There's was. There's another
5: Massachusetts show, kind of. Sort kind of. of. Yeah, it's kind of Boston. <laughs> they were in Boston yeah. for a while. They started in Boston. Are they still in Boston? I don't know.
0: No, they're, well, I don't know they where
5: have, they are right now. <laughs> no, they're in New York City, are they?
0: And, oh my god. Uh, yeah. This the, the cast of Fringe has shown a level of versatility that is really unmatched in television right now. Agreed. Uh, with a few exceptions. That might be guests on our show.
4: Yeah, I'm really bored with Fringe. I haven't watched it for like three seasons now. Oh,
5: they've been so... Ad- Wonderful!
0: I mean, they really been- have, and this season being thirteen episodes long is uh, going to be what's what the writers are calling a self-contained season. For people who have never seen the first four seasons, can actually walk into it now.
3: Now this is it, right? This is the. This f- is
0: it. Thirteen shows and they're done. Finally, <laughs> nice.
4: Some of us like it some of us also like smallville just saying
5: <laughs> only one of us liked <laughs> <Okay>. smallville uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then it was and then there was 666 Park Avenue
5: which was I thing. I have to say that X and I watched this and we were like this is either going to be one of the worst pieces of garbage since I don't know something bad that we stopped watching I don't know Revolution
4: (laughs) but um (laughs) since Lost since I don't know anything J.J. Abrams has ever done
5: we thought this was going to be so horrific we're like right, let's let's try it and see what happens and the first 15 minutes we're like okay this isn't bad and we kept watching and I'm like Hey, this is watchable, and then by the end we're like, "That was a decent opening."
0: <laughs> well, it was. I mean, the acting was good. The, the cinematography, I thought, was was okay, but it was really predictable. Uh, I mean, you know, everything was kind of in, in true network television fashion, set up for you so obviously. It is if you just the it, pilot, they,
4: right? I
5: know. Give it a chance. I'm,
0: Really? Getting,
5: I mean, for a pilot, we've watched pilots. Well, again, Revolution. Uh, we watched pilots <laughs> that we couldn't even sit through.
0: Yeah. And I suppose. It
4: was a decent start. Yeah. yeah
5: the first I Buffy suppose. was so-so. The first Buffy was okay. Think yeah. about the
4: first True Blood where they didn't even have the final actors in there,
0: and
5: it was all yeah. like That's, super awkward. Yeah. And now and it's like even cherry, more cherry,
4: awkward. Cherry. <laughs> See what they do with
5: it You know, if they can keep up Because it's not really horror I mean, yeah, we were trying to figure out It's kind of like American Gothic For those of you who remember that amazing show Yeah,
3: this is definitely in the world of Lucas Buck
5: It was like American Gothic uh, New York style And so We've got things that we're not quite sure What's going on And possibly the devil's part of this And maybe not And people selling their souls and things but we're not sure. But it's not so much horror, I think, as it is. It's got a little horror, but it's mostly suspense. And suspense can be very hard to keep going for a long period of time. All so right, we'll all right. 20, I have two, a three.
4: random tangent, guys. Okay.
0: Oh, oh, this ought to be fun. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> um, quick cast and Holliston poll. So our cast and also the cast of Holliston. Um, who was your favorite actor who played the devil?
1: Oh wow. Oh, uh, Tim Curry,
0: legend.
4: Ooh. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Nice choice.
0: Al Pacino, Whoa.
4: the devil, the devil himself. Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what show was he in, Laura?
4: Um, I saw that show. Oh yeah, we watched it. it what awesome.
1: what imaginary like planet are you guys on, where the devil has his own show? <laughs> <Is it really?
4: laughs>
3: Actually, Laura is my favorite devil. Dylan yeah. Holliston is like,
4: like sort of a little devil.
3: No. Wow, <laughs> nice save there, Corey.
4: I
5: don't know if Odorous counts.
3: You know, Corey's uh,
4: my favorite devil.
3: Aww. Just evil eyes that are going back and forth right now. <laughs> are, are, are... On the show, Laura like a little angel and a little devil. All right. Very you know, it was a short-lived show, but yeah. Speaking of Holliston, a <laughs> uh, rape. <laughs> No, no, Ray Wise. Oh,
4: that's Uh, who I was going to pick.
3: Come uh, on. That's a good answer. He's on the show? He was really good.
4: (laughs) good
5: And Lucas Buck was a good devil in American Gothic. If
3: he was a devil.
5: Yeah, we never did
3: figure that out. Or was
4: he? Now, who would you like to play the devil?
3: He was Gary Cole, so he was. My vote for who I'd like?
4: like to play the devil is William Shatner. Ooh. He's not <laughs> that hasn't He had
5: to. He's played everything.
4: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: How about Sophia Vergara?
4: Oh my
3: God. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Wait, what was G- that G- movie G- that, uh,
1: what was it, um, with uh, Brendan Fraser? Was it Bedazzled? Yes, it was oh, Bedazzled. Yeah. But there was, was actually um, an
0: original uh, that Was Elizabeth Burley
1: playing the devil? Awesome. Yes. That was that's uh, a pretty good movie. A, w- a well-rounded devil,
0: I guess.
4: <laughs> <laughs> if you know
0: what I mean. Yeah, but that was that was that was a, uh, a remake of an old Peter Cook Dudley Moore movie from the seventies. That's 70s.
4: right. That's right. Oh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I'm with you, Dome. <laughs> I love Brendan Fraser and every movie he's ever made except for Dudley Do Right, but every other one.
0: You, you liked like the, the Jungle, Jungle? Jungle? I we No,
1: well, who else? I did. The good? Animal one. You saw that one for uh, furry something? My
5: oh mind. God! No, <laughs> no furries on All the right. show. let, let's,
4: so <laughs> let me revise that statement and say I really like anything to do with the mummy.
3: <laughs> actually, Priyanka, you can have Ray Wise. I just thought of it. David Warner in Time Bandits.
5: Oh yes. Uh-oh. Oh,
3: nice. Oh. We
1: actually did a, a, a nice little spoiler alert. We did a nice little Time Bandits, uh, uh, I guess plug or, or nod in uh, in oh, the my list. Gosh. Oh my! So that's a good. That's a good way of putting it. Thank you. Uh, no. But yeah, I love that movie. Adam is a huge fan of Time Bandits. Aren't you, Adam?
3: Yes,
2: yes. big Time Bandits fan.
3: Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of uh, watching Fright Night, I mean, we just watched Time Bandits again recently, um, and oh my God, does that movie gorgeous. hold up well? Yeah, that's a movie you don't want to remake.
5: I never, no, never, never, no, nothing by Terry. Actually, but if you
1: did, I would cast every single <laughs> guy, every bandit as Peter Dinklage. <laughs> They should just like clone him digitally him get Peter Jackson on on it to make it every guy Peter Danic.
5: You know who else was really good was um is it John Glover? Is that his name? He was in Brimstone, he played the devil. Um I know his last name's Glover. He was the one actually in Smallville,
1: yeah. Yeah. Wait, John John Glover, Glover, you mean the guy from Gremlins too?
5: Yes. He was in Brimstone, and he played the devil. He was good. There was something to
3: carve
1: on his tombstone. Brimstone. I
5: think I saw that once or twice.
4: Was that, like, the the guy had to, like, collect souls for the devil or something? Yes, he
5: did. That's exactly it.
1: That that show came out in, like, what,
4: 98, 99? Yeah, it's super
5: old. Because it was around the time of Millennium. And it would be, like, Millennium, and then they'd show that. And that then it became the it. millennium, and it was it was past its prime. So,
1: but speaking of, there's films. someone who has has Lance Henriksen played the devil yet? Because if not, he should.
5: Oh, he would oh. be so
1: good. That's a good devil. Yeah, wow. yeah, he would.
5: Lance is a friend of the show. I think he,
4: we need to make this happen. Yeah. We need to
5: have a like Lance. Lance I, worked if you're with, I worked
1: with Lance a couple years ago on a short film. That uh, do you guys know who um, Tom Woodruff and Alec Gillis are? They're the guys who do all the, well, they, they've done all the Alien movies from Alien 3 on. They've done, ton, they're effects artists. They've done pretty much every big movie for the last couple of years. They are the guys who designed Doc Ock's costume in Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tom directed a movie uh, a couple of years ago that I actually DP'd. Uh, it was one of the first things that I did when I came out to L.A. And um, he knew uh, Lance through the Alien movies. So Lance has a cameo in the film, and Movie was made for five bucks. You know, there's no money at, at all. We borrowed um, an old Lincoln Continental. It was a friend of a friend's in in the short. And Lance plays a guy who just comes out and he's really he's like a surly mechanic. And he comes out and he's supposed to like yell at the guy that's inside the um, inside the car. So while he's doing this, like the first take that he does, it, actually we, we weren't even rolling yet. And he comes over and they're like, all right, let's let's do a little rehearsal. And he. he Literally starts beating the car, like seriously (laughs) punching the car, like, and this is not our car. Like like this, this (laughs) make sure you bring it back in perfect condition. And of course, Lance Henriksen is having a fight with this thing. He's fight clubbing this this car. And Tom, the director, Tom the director had to go over to him. And now Tom is also in the film. He's playing a mentally challenged uh, man in the film. the the title of the short is called "Retard," so that kind of gives away what. spoiler uh-huh. alert! Like. <laughs> oh
4: Sorry. Uh,
1: there, there's the title gives it all away. Um, but Tom is now, ma- you know, he's directing it, but he's also acting in it. He's totally made up to look very, uh, I guess, downsy, if you if you will, um, and has to go over to, to Lance and like, Lance, listen, um, are you are you okay? Like, d- d- you can't beat the car. He's like, I'm rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even tell him to like beat anything. Like I don't know where he thought of this idea of beating the hell out of the car, but he left so many dents. Uh, uh-huh. so yeah, Lance Henriksen le- leaving dents uh, on people's minds since uh,
5: 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Best story. ever Lance has been on the show. He's and we've met him at least mm-hmm. once. And he's, he's, he's very fantastic. good.
1: Yeah, and he's a great actor. You know, like yeah, absolutely amazing. He's like Ray Wise or Eric Roberts, like Ray Wise and Eric Roberts. We worked with um, on Chillerama, and those guys just came in. They knew their stuff, and they were so happy to be there and so like gracious. That's that's how Lance was as well. You know, it's like here are guys who can eat up scenery like nobody's business, and they're still cool. You know, Um, yeah, he's one of those guys. Ray
0: Ray Wise is a blast to work with. Oh, I can't you know, you know we, you. We, we've we we gotten absolutely nowhere for the first half hour. I think we did, like, three what subjects. I mean?
4: We, we got tons of places. We got fun stories. We talked about no. who we like to play the devil.
0: It was an awesome so, first half. So what I want to do is get into more fun stories, but we have to do one thing, two things really quick. Uh, first, I want to announce uh, last week's winner in the Wheel of Fish sweepstakes. It's Cameron. Cameron, you've got five minutes to call in or – oh, no, never mind. You already did. And we'll he be did. sending <laughs> –
4: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is, is this Cameron last name starts with a G?
0: It is that Cameron. All
4: right. I think you need to send him something a little extra.
0: I think we are going to.
4: Because we, we appreciate okay. this particular listener.
0: We absolutely do. He's one of our favoriteest listeners ever.
4: Possibly and our very favoritest listener ever.
0: Possibly. Quite possibly. And secondly... Well, Uh, uh, This week's Facebook poll Dead Redhead Yes. Who was the favorite Seth Green character Of our listeners this week
5: So I actually have to thank the cast of Holliston for this because I was trying to think Of what to use for a poll And I was like hey Seth Green's on there I'll use that
1: Nice (laughs) Welcome
5: Seth, Seth Green has been in so many things So I looked him up and looked for some of the things So we asked people what their favorite Seth Green character was so number three is Scott Evil from Austin Powers.
0: Of course. Absolutely.
5: We figured that one be up there. Number two is as writer producer of Robot Chicken, which isn't exactly a character, but I suppose he does a lot of the voices. So he does. I guess we'll that, that counts. And I'm so happy with the first one because his character was one of the first to make me cry about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, <laughs> Christ, <laughs> that- <laughs>
4: show. Wow. Really? This from, uh, family really? Greg, no Greg the Bunny love?
0: Really? <laughs> I know, I know. Number, no Greg the Bunny one, love whatsoever. Number
4: one is
5: Oz, his character from yeah, Buffy. Whatever, it the was it?
4: boringest uh, character he's ever I played. I love Oz. No, Oz is awesome. Thank no. you, Subcarian. I don't have a big Oz. crush All on right. Seth Green, but for some reason I have a crush on Oz.
5: I get that. I like, get that, because his whole thing, his love, uh, not a love affair, but his relationship with Willow, just, I think it made me cry three or four times on the show. Yeah, and,
0: and what happened? She went gay.
4: Well, that's why I have a crush on him, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that... I'm going to go with it, Kenny Fisher Can't Hardly
4: Wait for my favorite Green <laughs> character. Ooh, yeah, so my so my vote was yeah. actually... Um, <laughs> yeah. I knew when the he was movie. In the boy I band see- and Josie and the Pussycats.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and where's all the uh, Idle Hands fan club members, huh? None of, none no, no. Screw that. What about Airborne? Anybody remember Airborne?
1: One person actually did. The movie that he was in with Jack Black? One oh person. my God, yes. <laughs> yep. Birds of Paradise, uh, Can't Buy Me Love?
5: No, that wasn't in there.
1: And I'm not using IMDb. Booyah!
2: Wow, thanks
5: for running. His yeah. Radio Days. Yes, Sorry. that was very cool. His, he, when he played young uh, Woody Allen in Radio Days, he was actually very good at that.
0: So, who can name the television series that had Seth Green, Candyman's Tony Todd, and Daniel Harris, and, 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 John Landis as guest stars?
4: Ooh, ooh, me, me, me! I unless this is rhetorical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
3: so say it. Uh, rain tree.
0: <laughs> no. Rain tree. Ashland. No, but we're we're getting farther south. Bash Salem. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I I remember it's 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 Hamden.
4: Hamden was. The, <laughs>
0: From the Fearnet TV series, Holliston, Adam Green, Joe Lynch, Laura Ortiz, and Corey English, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
4: It's always good to be back.
0: It's nope. some radio. <laughs> hey, so good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys. <laughs> Season one of Holliston.
4: Hey, guys, I, I have some breaking news right now. <clears throat> yeah. I just got a phone call from the Tampa area. Can you guess okay. who that was?
0: <laughs> I can, yes.
4: Adam, can you guess who that was? Uh, she, she said you'd remember mom? her as Shira.
2: Oh my! Um, wait, my dead parakeet <laughs> called you from Miami.
4: <laughs> you know, first of all. It was she it
2: faked was. her own death, your parakeet. No no joke, I had a parakeet named Shira who was a boy, but we didn't know that until his beak changed colors, so we thought Shira was a girl, but <laughs> turned out to be a boy and he masturbated <laughs> excessively <laughs> <laughs> and he lived for nine years. So wow. he lived three to five years and we keep bringing him back to the vet and the vet would be like, This is like the eternal bird, like he won't die. What do you what do you give him? We're just like jerks off all the time. So he's trapped in. and
0: so I, I, Ernest
2: Borgnine of birds? <laughs> I, I, he would like he this this bird would just go at it. Like he made he put me to shame. Like on a what day when like you stay home sick and you're you at the house yourself, you know, when you're younger and all you do like you're like the ninth time and you're like coming air or blood or something. This bird oh, could wow. outlap everybody. He was out <laughs> I'll save that the rest of that story first. Do birds else. have penises? <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's
2: you like birds have penises. <laughs> a hand or whatever. So if you hold your thumb up like this, they think it's a beak, and they get all excited, and they wrap their wings, and they do that, and the next thing you know, so you're we, saying
5: you were helping the bird masturbate? No, my
2: mom. I would let him do it on my hair. <laughs>
0: what? Wow. I, I
2: have pictures of it. Oh, I swear my mom's to God. Listening.
0: So anyhow, no. who was the phone call? For?
1: I, Laura's mom. Don't don't regard any of this uh, conversation at all. <laughs> it, it was it
4: was a certain individual who we may have been talking about before the show, who may have gone to high school with Adam.
2: The one who gave me warts. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was somebody. Else.
4: I don't know anything about that. Anyway, yes, Well, we know. Hmm.
5: I
2: make too many jokes about STDs that I never really had. I've never had an STD, thankfully.
1: That's <laughs> that you know. Good.
4: <laughs> <It is.
5: laughs> anyway, I'm sorry You were you saying Is that like,
4: oh, so you sort of have Dude, somewhat, but never really You had the beginnings of it
0: You started to get well, the solar source. The
4: the space.
0: Solar flares are coming through I have no idea what's going on
4: Well, you know, it <clears> prevents <throat> the Daleks from hearing your thoughts So Good uh, There we go
0: yeah. So season one of Holliston <laughs> Well, we're going to get to this <laughs> eventually. In April of 2012 on FearNet, FearNet's first original series. Adam and Joe are the guys who put this together. It was created by Adam, who is from the fictional town of Holliston in the fictional state of Massachusetts. Uh,
4: those people weren't
2: real? No. How did you set that all up, dude? They're all animatronic Oh, just like Westbrook?
4: Yeah So when we visited last year, it was just all a big set? Yeah Like it was like the Truman Show, sort of Why do you think they're
2: all acting like they liked me? It's because I programmed (laughs) them
0: Wow
4: Yeah
0: So the scary thing is that Adam is actually from this fictional town And, uh Adam isn't real Oh Oh. uh... We think Spoiler <laughs> and you might
4: not have STDs. Right. This is all.
0: So, I'm Adam, doing. what yes. was it like to go back to your hometown and kind of debut a series about your hometown in oh, which Oh, I love the story. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: yes. it, was, uh, it was amazing. Um, actually, for anybody who uh, looks at my website com or reads my blogs. Um, I actually wrote a whole blog about it with pictures. I've been doing this for I guess kind of a long time now and um, you, you have like premieres in London or Spain or in Hollywood and it's like these big fancy gala events with red carpets and it all sort of starts to become the same and to get to go home to my hometown and it was literally just the, the four of us that um Set up this screening, yeah. so it was kind of like putting on a screen. your grandmother's barn, a little bit like the town hall, and this tiny little pull-down screen and two speakers, and we set up all the folding chairs ourselves, and just something about that just made it so special. And I didn't know who was really gonna come. I didn't know if anybody would even care, if anybody knew about it, and um, I was kind of getting sat all day as I was the rest of the guys around the town. And thinking, I I don't live here anymore, I don't belong here anymore. And um, sure enough, by the time it started, it was standing room only, the place was packed, two standing ovations, and, I mean, not really the target audience for a show like this. It was a lot of senior citizens, a lot of children, and and they were laughing at Joe's head exploding and masturbation jokes and all kinds of disgusting stuff. And um, it was really, really a humbling experience and a good reminder that no matter... How far away you go, or what happens, home is always home.
0: Did you really, when you first, you know, moved out to Hollywood to see if you could get this together and see if you could make this happen, and then you're sitting there in your hometown and it's done, and you're showing it for the first time? You see this odd little deja vu thing going on inside you, going, "Wow, it's come like full circle, and here I am again."
2: Well, with this especially, I think, because the show is set in Holliston. Um, but, I mean, even just the, the movies and all, all the other stuff that I've done, it, it is weird to go back there and to think, I was sitting here thinking this might even be possible um, and how hard the struggle was and everything else. But, um, yeah, going home was a little bit like deja vu because in some ways it felt like I didn't belong anymore, but in more ways it felt like I had never left. And now you've got a season two. Aww, sorry. <laughs> yeah, not Jack
1: yeah, tonight. Oh, like, that's so sweet. Season yeah, two. I'm back to Holliston.
2: Yes, we're going back there in a few days. Actually, we're shooting, and we have a found footage episode this season, and we're actually shooting it in Holliston, Massachusetts. Which we're shooting, uh, like a, I guess, in like ten days. We're shooting there, but we're doing um, an appearance at Rock and Shock in Worcester for three days, and then Woo! we're doing a signing at Newberry Comics and then a signing at Fifth's General Store in Holliston, which is the one we're most excited about out of all of this. (laughs) It's just great to see, like, real people and I mean, just walking down the street in Holliston, like, cars would, like, pull over and people would get out to come say hello and talk to us or take pictures or whatever, but at the same time, they still, they just treat you like you're a normal person. They don't get all weird and starstruck or anything and it's it's just nice it's it, especially for these guys who should really be the ones speaking up because i mean you guys didn't even grow up there have any affiliation yet you already sort of feel like like you did oh we were definitely
1: embraced by the entire uh, by the entire family of, of Hollistonians, i guess you could say they like just being there to support the show and seeing how adam you know really like What's the what's the word? Um, he was really embraced by everybody. Even though Adam's right, like there was you know a lot of senior citizens, a lot of kids, like people who you would never expect to watch this kind of show. Yet by the end of it, I think Adam's cheeks were so rosy because somebody like moms came up to him was like, "Oh my God, you're so cute!" and just kept pinching him. Uh, he, they really embraced all of us. I mean, I think anybody would if they knew that there was a show like this out there but there was something about that that town and the people there that made us all feel so welcome that's why like i'm more excited about going out there and just being in the town you know for how many days how many days are we in town like three or four next week three i think i'm so excited just for that you know like going to the holliston grill or going to casey's crossing like the real places it's just it's so much fun and to to be at the town hall and watch that show unfold in front of all of Adam's you know like brethren Halst- uh, Halston citizens, um, it was really touching because you can just tell how much it meant for Adam I mean I don't, I don't know how much you guys know about the history of the show but it started out being you know it was a movie that Adam and Will Barrett who's also from uh, from Massachusetts did together and then it just had this very long journey to, to Holliston so to watch it happen right there was so awesome that was one of the highlights of making this entire show for me
0: and then season 2 coming up uh, in the spring of 2013 is uh, almost twice as many episodes as season 1 was awesome That's right. Yep, and we have a Christmas special too oh I'm sorry <laughs> no
1: way a holiday. It's going to be on the
5: Christmas. Of course, special.
1: Oh, There's the, we have a Christmas special that's going to be out at the end of the year. That was kind of inspired by you know all the British shows always having their like standalone Christmas specials, and we thought like since we have so much time between seasons, why not? Especially now that the DVDs coming out, why not have something that like is almost like that you know that very special issue of a certain comic that you like that that does like a you know a, a one shot. You know, but if you watch the show closely you know it, it's, it's going to stem into season 2 really seamlessly which is great um, but it, just having another show that's going to be on in between season 1 and season 2 I think the fans are really going to dig it and it was so much fun to do even though it was incredibly hot in the studio when we're supposed to be in a blizzard so to speak that was <laughs> not
2: <laughs> the,
0: the wonders of it, television
2: it's a really big episode though um, not just in terms of the scope of the actual episode. I mean, it's a it's a flashback episode where tell a lot of stories about how how we all met, how all the characters came to have their relationships with each other. But some really big shit goes down between some of us that changes the course of everything for season two. Which um, it's been interesting. The show it's about at the center of it, two guys who make horror movies, and there's all these horror references and all this irreverent humor. But the things that the audience Really to most was the, romant- the romantic side of things and the relationship stuff. And like 90% of the fan mail we get, that's what people want to talk about. So um, we never expected to hear from people that there were moments that made them cry in the first season. Um, but if last season was tough on people, this one is like, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> <some> really heavy. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the thing with TV shows that you always hear, like, especially,
1: you know, um, Maybe not sitcoms as much, but like dramatic shows. You always hear like, "Oh, the season's getting darker," you know. Um, I w- I'd say if anything, season two, of Halston gets deeper. That's I, is that a is that a fair way of saying, it, Green? Fair
5: enough.
2: It's deeper. Uh, what do you, you girls think?
5: Are we gonna find out more about the weird Chinese neighbor in the corner? Or?
2: Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of the fun of that character is that we don't explain anything about it and
4: Oh spoiler.
2: Well, who knows what happened in <laughs> season two, but
4: um last like season
2: we almost <laughs> ended up that joke because we it's so random, but we thought it was funny. And we're like, are other people gonna think this is as funny as we do? And thankfully they did. Um the creepy neighbor is played by a, a guy named Mickey. Um the creepy neighbor, Axel the cat, I think we're like everybody's two favorite characters. Well,
0: that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, you yeah. know, the, the random cat and the random creepy neighbor and random heads exploding. There's a, there's a whole bunch of randomness going on here.
5: We should I, be looking for Axel. all the, the monster posters and t shirts and stuff that's that's that you great. guys have on to think, oh, that's actually in my library. Okay.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, Axel is about to join us. Oh, we're going yeah,
1: to have another guest. That's awesome. Here he comes. We we just have to take him out of his uh, trailer, which was actually the top of a shelf. <laughs>
4: okay,
2: here
4: we go. Well, you'll hear him when he when he feels like speaking. He'll speak.
2: And joining us now is Axel the cat. He'll oh. talk he's, in a second. He's just, he's blinking, just blinking,
1: but he's very
4: ridiculous. finicky. He's finishing his caviar and champagne. It's
1: one ah. of those toys that is um, like motion censored, so it's like you have to. You know, fondle it just the right way. So if you could see the the, the sexual deviancy that's going on right now, Adam is is literally stroking a pussy right now.
3: Uh, Oh. That's
1: true. Go over there and say masturbate.
3: Oh my goodness. All right.
1: Oh my God. Don't worry, Laura's mom. We're just saying. Uh, You heard her say it. Hey, say it again.
5: Masturbate.
1: (laughs) Uh, now All he's right, cleaning. That's a
4: new <laughs> opening
1: for the show.
4: Say <laughs> <laughs> two. <So, laughs> I I what, what is things. it with
1: your pets and masturbation, dude?
2: I don't know. That's really <laughs> weird. Yeah.
4: I guess he, he he always gets paid for his appearances. That's what he just said.
2: Yeah.
4: He's being a total diva right now.
2: Axel doesn't do podcasts. Sorry. Aww. All right. We have to see. ask
5: Barnabas, our undead kitty, to come in then.
2: No, I let them sleep. I love the cat, and I love the creepy neighbor, um, It
0: was nice. So the cast of Holliston Hello. is going to be at the Rock and Shock Horror Festival October 12th, 13th and 14th in Worcester, Massachusetts, in the New England area. Join them. Join us. We'll be there. Uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of days. And if you happen to be wandering around the fictional town of Holliston, Massachusetts, after Rock and Shock, you may well bump into them at that point. And if you do... Since the town is only two
1: or three blocks, it's pretty it's pretty much a given you will definitely bump into them. <laughs> <laughs> So bring your, you know, bring your copies of Holliston out on, out on DVD and Blu-ray on October 9th. Uh, and we will sign it. Laura will kiss it. Maybe.
0: Will, you,
3: will you have copies there to sell at the Rock and Shock?
1: Yeah, we will. Yeah, we're, we're going to have uh, copies that we'll sign. We'll have, we'll have a whole bunch of swag, um... Green, I think Aeriscope is uh, is going to have something there too, right?
2: Uh, lots of stuff from all the different movies and T-shirts and posters and things like that. As far as halls and stuff goes, we're going to have DVDs and Blu-rays, but I, they're, I'm telling you right now, they're not sending us with enough, so we are going to run out. So try to come and see us early, or that you're. Best Buy or Target or Newberry Comics or whatever uh, before coming to the convention, and we can sign it for you there. Supplies uh, are limited.
3: Now. Act now! Now, one other thing. <laughs> at the show, you're going to have like live readings. You're going to have the audience participation here. Yeah,
2: yeah what we're going to do, it's something I've never seen done at a horror convention before in my 20 years of attending them. Um, what we're going to do is after we do the sort of usual panel where we'll talk about the show and answer questions and things like that is um, I wrote a sort of mock episode that's just a special script for this one event and we're gonna do a table read in front of everybody which the process for television is that each episode starts with a table read where the cast sits down and reads the script out loud for the first time and then you get notes from the network or the studio or whoever and it's sort of your first chance to see how the script is working or not. So we're going to sort of invite the audience into that process. It's not a script that we're actually going to make. In fact, some of it is sort of like a best of of all of our stuff. And um, we're going to read the script for everybody and then also pick a male fan and a female fan from the audience to come up and be the male and female guest star and act alongside us so it should be a one-of-a-kind thing that nobody's ever seen done before at a convention and something really really fun for everybody so we're really excited about it. And this this whole convention this appearance is really unlike anything else we've done especially for the show because it's going to have all six of us there because um d snyder is going to be there and dave brocky plays otter strongest is going to be there they're there on saturday only um but they're going to be there for all of our signings on saturday and our table read and um I was just thinking, maybe I should bring Axel, but... I um, think you should. You should definitely... Just Somebody it. will, like, spill something on him and break him.
4: I'm too scared. You
5: yeah. know, if you have any extra characters in there for podcast people...
1: <laughs> what's, what's... That was a... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um, we heard one that one. We got that. The show, um, when... There was a time a couple of years ago that we brought the show to another network, and one of the things that, because I mean, if you're familiar with the show, Joe and Adam have sorry quote quotes. Joe and Adam have uh, their own TV show. It's a uh, kind of like a yep. yep. Goulardi kind right. of thing sure. called the Movie Crypt, where we're hosting um, horror movies. Uh, at one point, when we had it at another network, they were like, "Well, we're we're more geared towards this being a little more tech or a little more modern. Can you guys do a podcast?" So there was a time that we were. Podcasters, and the show was going to revolve around that, but it really it, it didn't have the same, uh, re- like the the same feeling of the show by, by having Joe and Adam be podcasting. You know, it just wasn't the same thing. So thankfully, it worked out great that uh, it, it that movie Crypt kind of uses our best abilities, which is hamming it up in front of a TV screen talking about horror movies, um, which is a lot better than no offense, because your podcast is awesome, uh, but it's a lot better. <laughs> than, like, Looking at people talking to microphones for forever, you know? No, we're Which, just looking for, any,
5: nip- we're looking for any stardom we can get. Mm. That's
3: it. You gotta hustle. Well, actually, uh, you guys have a fan in uh, Kevin Eastman of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Heavy Metal Magazine. What? We saw him at uh, the Boston Comic Con because we, right. we had booked him. You know, we, we we had him on our show, and when we saw him at Boston Comic Con, he had been listening to the episodes with Laura and Corey because Laura, you kept saying colon over and over. You were <laughs> stuck. I forget what the issue was. So we're like, hey, Kevin, we're from Sci-Fi Saturday Night. He just looks up and he goes, colon! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs>
3: you guys have a catchphrase now, thanks to Laura. That's awesome. I had I
4: this. I remember Benedict Cumberbatch. Remember- Wait a minute,
0: Kriana? Yeah? Would you play that for mm, them?
4: Play the whole clip? Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh,
4: I don't hell. have it queued up <laughs> Well, together, take it out of the no, Laura. Look, you don't say together. But it says together on the thing. Yeah,
3: but see the colon? You say what's after the colon. Let's try it again. Okay. Just pretend that you can't see that. Ready?
4: You. Okay.
3: One, one, two.
4: Three. Colon! This is Laura. No,
3: you don't say colon. Why but, did you ah, Why did you say a punctuation <laughs> mark? You just skip, just pretend you can't see any
4: of that. Just to get, like, just pretend it starts on the okay, word okay, this. Okay, 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 let's okay.
2: Let's go. Okay, ready? Three, two, one.
3: This is Laura and Corey. Why aren't you talking? You told me to pretend I couldn't see anything. No, <laughs> until we get to this. Okay, so I'm gonna say three, two, one, then we
4: start on this.
3: Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Funny. You Do you wanna count off? No, I'm scared.
4: Okay, three, two, one.
3: This, this is, is Laura and Corey
5: from the new hit show, Halliston.
4: And Sci-Fi Saturday Night is balls. I think you mean tits. And Side by Saturday night is tits. Good job. You're so smart.
0: That was awesome. And, right? <laughs> 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 funny. You that? awesome. Corey and I, we make a
4: good team.
0: <laughs> and that's what
1: Kevin Eastman remembered. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so awesome. I, I'm such a fan. Eastman. Hi, Kevin Eastman. He's probably listening right now. Hi, Kevin. Big fan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, next time we see him, we'll be sure to mention that.
1: <laughs> that's
3: crazy. Wow, we have a fan! Yay! Know. You know, well, you, no, one, you... no celebrity has ever greeted us by saying colon before, so I, no, I, I was pretty impressed. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, now, now you know we're all going to be saying to you when we see you guys, uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's right. a lot of people going, colon!
4: But how will you recognize <laughs> us? See it.
3: You won't even... That's true. Well, we well, don't look anything like our icon.
4: Because we're going to have Sci Fi Saturday Night t shirts on.
3: Yeah, I suppose we will. You guys are smart.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. listen, guys, we could do this for the next hour and a half, and we probably should, but it's about time for us to say. Uh, it's about time for us to go. But, and, but, but please uh, stick it? around.
4: Do we have
2: to?
0: has you even
2: said anything yet, I don't think she should get off yeah, the
4: hook
0: Corey, that easy. Corey should sing so. us a song. Of course,
4: perform. Yeah, yes. Corey's gonna sing for us. Hey,
0: and Kevin, that was
1: awesome! Wow! <laughs> uh, one note, um, one, one like, could you could you change one. Kevin Ooh, with Colin? Wait, <laughs> Hold
5: on, she has another song.
2: It's an original. An original? Yeah. Oh. All right, let's do it. Ready? Ready. Happy birthday <laughs> to
4: you. Whose birthday? It's yours, Adam. your
2: birthday? No.
4: We're turning a sprinkle cupcake. Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's my birthday. What, what did you I don't know. It's got really she weird.
4: I got two candy corn Oreos.
1: I got oh my them. god, those are so good. Have you guys tried the candy corn Oreos? No,
4: but I really want no. to.
1: Not after that She's self-mark episode. Spice, those are good too. You can make a
4: mean cheesecake out of them. Let's
1: just talk. Oh, wow. I, think, I think we
4: need to cut this episode up and just have like random sound bites. Like,
0: I think you may be right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> something about a colon, masturbation, mean cheesecake. I don't know. We could do something like that. Yeah, And she- <laughs> Yeah. Axel's. Well, if scene. this is any
0: indication, what season two is going to look like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to have one hell of a good ride. We really enjoyed season one. i got to tell you, we, uh, it was a lot of fun. Really looking forward to season two. Looking forward to seeing you at Rock and Chalk October 12th, 13th, 14th in Worcester, Massachusetts. On Saturday, fight whoever you need to fight to be a part of that table reading. And
4: we're, we're going to be there on Saturday as well, right?
0: Absolutely we are.
4: Yes. And
0: we will see you there. Okay. Uh, yep, it's going to be a blast. Adam, Joe, Laura, Corey... Thanks so much. Really, it was a lot of fun having you guys. Oh no problem, guys, and hope to see you guys out there rocking shock. Oh, we'll you be absolutely there. will.
3: will say goodbye as
0: well. Yeah. So X, talk to me. What's on I the show? From the music?
3: Next... Well, next week it's mangaka, not manga. Mangaka artist Sarah Mayhew on her skeptical science series, Legend of the Zitar. Then on October twentieth, author Spider Robinson returns for our three-year anniversary show. Woo! On October twenty seventh, con season's not over yet. Sue Soares shares the guest list for this year's Rhode Island Comic Con, and on November third, oh yeah, Dresden Files author Jim Butcher will be here on his latest release, Cold Days. Sweet. Sweet. Keep an eye out for the Sci-Fi Saturday Night cast at the Rock and Chalk Festival in Worcester, Mass, on Saturday, October thirteenth. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic-Con, Granite Con, and ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by The Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Hold the Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com.
0: Don't? <laughs> That was the most bizarre exit ever. Adam, Joe, Laura, Corey, thank you so much. Holliston premieres this spring on FearNet for season two. They will be at Rock and Shock next week. I want to. I forgot. When can I pick up season
3: one? October 9th! All right. Yay.
0: On Blu ray and DVDs. Woohoo! We're going to need to have it on VHS or 8-track for
1: him. <laughs> oh, we're going to have a limited edition of Betamax. Uh...
0: Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> <You never clears throat>
3: <over-libate>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From the Revered Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana and Grandma Girl's Zombrarian. Thank you, ladies. Colin. Colin.
4: <laughs> Colin. <laughs>
0: From the four color vault of comics, Illustrator X and the dead redhead. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Ooh.
4: Thank you.
5: This all is the...
0: Dome saying, ah, genie shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night. Bye. Oh,
3: I know.